What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura, and this is episode one of season two. We're doing it. Roll the intro. We got two gals from a college town, making memories, going through the business route, with a little experience, a whole lot of ambition, to go about their lives on a never-ending mission, to share their knowledge everywhere they go. Welcome back to season two. How are we feeling, Laura? We're feeling good. I feel like we ended season one with a really good episode and yeah. got our sea legs, I think, and now we're doing the thing. We are doing it. And we have very professional equipment now. And this isn't even very professional. This is still very much mildly professional. We're still, still in the process, but it's fine. But let me introduce you to our soundboard and Laura's dogs. Can you hear them? Okay. At first I thought it was my husband doing no. something weird, and I was like, is he just being a, a little jerk again? No, they're scratching something. Yeah. But if we feel really good about what we say... Mm-hmm. Or if you say something and I'm like, oh gosh. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> or if I'm like, man, we really should have known that. Or if we say something we don't like. Yes. Like, slap yourself. Or. (laughs) And I haven't done this one yet, so let's see what cheering sounds like. I love that. A little message from our peanut gallery. Okay, so now, if you don't think we're funny, at least our soundboard does. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. (laughs) Well, this episode today, we are going to do, so season two is going to be a bunch of interviews but not really in-person interviews we have sent google forms to lots of our friends co-workers family um, across the board because we really liked episode eight of season one where we got feedback from a lot of people mm-hmm. about their best and worst career advice so we thought well why don't we just do that again a little more formal so we sent them a google form and had them fill it out because it's a lot easier for us to read stuff yeah than to have another person it's hard enough to get us set up with audio <laughs> Uh, so we're going to stick with that for now. Um, but we thought we'd do our first episode where we answer some of those questions because some of them you already know about us. Yeah. Um, but others we're going to go more in depth about. So I'm really well, hopefully excited. Hopefully they know this all about us and there will be a quiz later yes. for our listeners. Yeah. You better get it together. All like 150. I know. You guys. Well, not really that many, but <laughs> might as well. Like I know. Every time we get an update of update of how many downloads we have i'm like okay but that's total right. of all of our episodes all like four we're... right now we're at episode four yeah so we're still pre-recording because this just makes our lives easier so much easier we're very busy people mm-hmm. so we learned the busy donkey song today yep tiktok is a i can't believe it's a free app yes. honestly it's really amazing Mm-hmm. People are so creative. Like when they yeah. do stuff like that, I just don't understand. <laughs> My brain isn't made that creatively. <laughs> but I feel like if I were to just randomly record you, there'd be something. Sure. And then it would become part of your brand. That's true. Right? Yeah, like me saying, that's true. 
<laughs> yeah, or you're true. You're true. You messed up your own expression, I Laura. I did. See, not creative <laughs> enough. Oh my god. <laughs> or if I had just recorded you today when you were like, I can't touch the salami and then eat. <laughs> <laughs> I need to wash my hands. I made a charcuterie board for um, Amber, myself, and my husband, and it was delicious. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of it. I put in a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Working with lots of meat, slapping them around. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're going to take a quiz, because you know what? I really liked the episodes where we took the quizzes. I liked it when we did the Reddit post, too. I think it's nice mm-hmm. to have a little bit of a variety. Mm-hmm. So... Today we're going to find out, and it's on paper. I think I know we mentioned it before, but I'll reintroduce this quiz book. It is a whole book of awesome social media quizzes, and I don't know where it came from because my friend Christina got it for me for Christmas, like two Christmases ago. Mm-hmm. And I had no use for it until <laughs> we were like, we're going to do a podcast. Um, but I love quizzes. I always took them in like Tiger Beat Magazine, Who Remembers Those, J14. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was to die for. The center posters that you'd put on your wall. See, I never did that. Oh, my god! I didn't get magazines and stuff like that. What? I don't know. I don't know. Blame my parents. I do. I was <laughs> in kidding. love. Actually, you know, I had a friend who loved, I think it was One Direction. Now I can't remember who the band was, but I think it was One Direction. Mm-hmm. And she would get those posters out of the magazine, but they were double-sided posters. So she okay. couldn't put one side against the wall, so she hung them from her ceiling so that she could see both sides. And when I walked into her room, I was like, what the heck is going on in here? That's adorable. Oh my gosh. Man, weird memories this podcast unlocks for me. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's see, Laura. What planet should you live on? I think I might have introduced that incorrectly before, but which planet should you live on? Okay. The little intro. Imagine, it's thousands of years from now, and all the planets are colonized. Which one would be the best fit for your tastes? Mm. Mm-hmm. Number one. Because it sure ain't Earth. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I wonder if that's an answer. I wonder. No. Okay. Earth is not an option, so you, yep, you surely don't fit in on Earth. No. Nope. We are out of this world. We are. <laughs> out of this world. So, you live in the jungle. Which animal are you? Mm-hmm. An orangutan, a tiger, mm-hmm. a chameleon, a python, or a sloth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did I even need to read the other answers? No, you didn't. I'm definitely the sloth, 100%. I love a good nap. I don't know which one I would be. Hmm, I feel like a tiger. A tiger? Yeah, because you've got that like strong energy. You go after what you want. Not a python? I don't kill things like pythons kill things. But tigers kill things, too. They all kill things. But snakes, you can't trust a snake. But you're trustworthy. Oh. I wasn't thinking of it like a snake at all. And it is a snake. It is definitely a snake. (laughs) Cut that out. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. No, no. (laughs) Leaving that in there. I don't think I'm a orangutan either. I guess tiger is probably accurate. You know, that was my high school mascot, so it tracks. It does track. Nice. Okay, a tiger. Number two. What is the most important quality in outer space? Bigness. Okay. 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 Proximity to the sun. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Mm -hmm. Rings. 
being mistaken for a moon or traces of water. And how did they word the question again? Yeah. (laughs) What is the most important quality in outer space? Bigness, proximity to the sun, rings, being mistaken for a moon, and traces of water. And I don't understand what being mistaken for a moon has to do with it. Am I thinking about this wrong? What is the most important quality in outer space? Being mistaken for a moon. I guess because... Is that what Pluto does? No. Well, I guess, like, Pluto has, like, what? Or Saturn has, like, four moons. So maybe it's, like, you think Saturn's a moon? Because when we're looking, it just looks like stars, like, in the sky, if we can see them, right? Why would it be a good... Um, important quality to be mistaken for a moon. I don't know, but I relate to So that you blend it. in? Uh, yes, maybe. So yeah, that one doesn't make sense. Do you want to be mistaken for a moon? Is that your answer? Mm, no, the most important quality, I guess, is... Uh, let me see. I'm going with traces of water. But I feel like maybe you would yeah. go with proximity to the that sun. That was what I was warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, being mistaken for a moon, though, you know... Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I kind of relate to it because it's so like what? <laughs> you want proximity to the sun? Yeah, give, yeah, give me that one. I feel like you're waffling. I am. Okay, let me know if you change your mind later. Okay. Well. Okay. Do. How tall are you? Mm. Average height. Mm-hmm. Tall. Mm-hmm. Short. Mm-hmm. It's all in how you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, definitely how you wear it. No. Short. I wear it like a sh- I'm short. <laughs> I say I'm average height. Yeah. I used to think I was tall, but I think I, was, I grew fast. Mm, yeah, probably in, like, sixth grade you were one of the taller girls. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm standard. hmm Okay. Do you have a big family? A. A small, close family, but not much extended family. So that's all small. Whatever. That was weird. (laughs) Sometimes these quizzes. Okay. Not much family. More loud than big. I have a large, always growing family. Or not big, but not small either. That one's mine. Okay. Not big, but not small either. I'm thinking my family's more loud than big. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Especially my extended family. I don't have a lot of, like, extended family, cousins, or any of that, but we sure show up yeah. and are loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> like, I did not have dancing at my wedding, right? But your sister Ellery single-handedly <laughs> made my wedding a dancing wedding. Yeah. And I loved that. Just she just started dancing. Started, and everybody got up and started, like, joining. I missed the dancing part. I was upstairs getting changed, but... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I was like... Well, if I had known, people would have actually participated. Yeah, that was your concern. You were like, I don't think anybody's going to dance. Might as well just not even. Right. And I knew some of my family wouldn't. So, darn, missed opportunity. It happens when you get a couple drinks, I'm saying. It sure does. Are you an outgoing person? Uh, All (laughs) depends how you wear it, right? People tend to come to me. Mm. Leave me alone. Is B. C. Most of the time, D, it depends on my mood, or yes, very. Depends on my mood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What would you say I you mean, are? I said, yeah, like, I agree with you. I agree that, yes, that's your answer. Right. For me, mm, yes, very. 
Yeah, that's okay. what I was definitely thinking. <laughs> I was going to say most of the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number six. Okay. Which do you wear the most? Orange, hmm. red, khaki, black, or accessories? Accessories. All right, accessories. Yours is definitely black. Okay, yes. I was going to say that. <laughs> Why do I... I used to never wear black because I felt like it showed too much. Then I wear black all the time. Yeah, I love it. It shows, like, lots of lint and other mm-hmm. things. Yeah, that's the one thing about having cats, too, is it yeah. shows up so bad on, like, my yoga pants and stuff. Yeah. It's awful. It feels embarrassing when I have, when I go out and I notice it. I'm like, oh, crap. I need to get you a lint brush. Not the roller. Like, the sticky roller, you wouldn't like that. Yeah. Because you don't like stickers. But you would like the lint brushes. The red ones that you go, like, one direction and it gets... Have you ever okay. heard of them? Mm-mm. But oh I've gosh. heard that that one tool that we use on my carpet to get the hair out, supposedly that works on clothing, too. It does not. It doesn't? No, because I, when I tried to use it, mm-hmm. remember when I got stuff all over my shirt? Oh, that's And I was like, right. oh, I'll try it. Yeah. But it pulled on a couple of strings, mm. which I noticed it immediately and stopped doing it. Right. And I don't care about that shirt that much. But <laughs> I was like, okay, noted. <laughs> this does not work. Got it. I mean, maybe if you were very careful, but I just wouldn't. Yeah. I just wouldn't. But this brush, I'm going to get it for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to get it for you. you got a birthday coming up, so you know. Oh, that's true. Do you look forward to your birthday as number seven? What? what a beautiful segue that was that on really accident. Was. Oh, my gosh. A, more like a birthday month. <laughs> B, I plan the party way in advance. C, I'd rather forget about it. D, Yes, but I don't always celebrate. Or E, I love surprise parties. I do, like, more like a birthday month. I love, yeah. like, I think of February as, like, my month. Yeah. My mom share the month of February. Our family has a joke of, like, but it's my birthday week. <laughs> and use that as an excuse to do anything. But you're like, but it's my birthday year. Right. Honestly. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I do like, I do look forward to my birthday, mm-hmm. but I joke with you about it being my birthday month. I think that's just because you joke about it. Mm. I guess I'd say I plan the party away in advance. Yeah. I'm always like, what are we doing for my birthday? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know we're going to do something. Yes. So what is it so I can go ahead and plan my day? I like an excuse for a party. I feel you know? that. Mm-hmm. Like, what other, re- I don't know. Maybe it's just not as... It has to be a little bit socially acceptable, but I don't feel like people just go, hey, everybody, get together and let's have a party for no reason. Mm-hmm. Everybody always wants there to be a purpose. Right. Of some kind. Yeah. So, it gets people together. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Hi there, Petra Lara here. After this episode was recorded, Amber and my husband threw me a surprise party, so little did I know she had already had this planned in her mind. Just wanted to pop in there and say that. Okay, bye, back to the show. Number eight, what's your favorite natural formation? A, volcanoes. B, painted deserts. C, clouds. D, hot springs. Or E, glaciers. Clouds. Clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking volcanoes. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, that was, my, that was my second pick. I like glaciers, too. 
especially like that they melt and form really cool things, but I don't think that's what they mean by this question. But I do like glaciers. <laughs> Hot springs are also good, but like just every now and then. Hmm. Well, hot springs are kind of like a hot tub, and I do love a hot tub. I like that's all true. of these things. <laughs> How am I supposed to pick Except one? for the desert, right? Okay, what is a painted desert? What is those, um, like, idyllic desert sceneries where it's like you can see the sky and, say, at, like, sunset, and it looks mm. artistic from a distance. You can see the hills, and that's my interpretation of that. I wonder if I would like deserts in real life, but the way they portray them in movies does not look very enjoyable to me. No, not at all. Dang it. I'm not really thinking clouds. I'm going with hot springs. Okay. Go with your gut. Because as soon as I thought hot tub, I couldn't go back from that. There you go. (laughs) I love hot tubs. I also really like volcanoes, but I don't know if I'd want to live on a planet with a lot of volcanoes, and I forgot that was what the quiz was about. Oh, yeah. I'd be really scared. That's true. I forgot that, too. (laughs) Good reminder. If you were a god, Mm. what would you be the god of? Mm. Mm -hmm. The sloths, obviously. All of the sloths. (laughs) A, love. B, the underworld. C, war. D, light. Or E, wealth. Either love or light. I'll go with love. Yes, that tracks too. For you, for sure. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling? Um, I do not want to be the god of the underworld and probably not war. Yeah. That sounds like my worst job I've ever had. (laughs) Just being in charge of war. (laughs) Somebody else can have that one. Um, But it might be kind of cool. I could bring some good stuff to it. But I feel like the god of war should actually appreciate it. And I'm just kind of like, okay, Mm. this is a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Light. I agree with that. Yeah. That one's good. Mm-hmm. And number 10, last question. What is the best part about outer space? A, hanging with moons. What is with the moon answers? Just hanging with moons. B, the unknown. C, the atmosphere. D, aliens. Or E, the quiet. The moons. Definitely Hanging the with moons. the moons? <laughs> yeah. All right, you're hanging with the moons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the best part about outer space is the unknown. Mm, that's lovely. Here's a fun fact about me. Outer, spi- outer spice. <laughs> <laughs> outer space terrifies me. Why is that? The It would make me feel so claustrophobic. You can't get out and go anywhere. You're stuck. And mm-hmm. if you were to get out, you would be like literally like crushed to death by the pressure or like this is like if you were on a space shuttle or something though because this one you're on a whole other planet just like we're on earth but even then we're part of outer space so scary Mm, so scary but my dad (laughs) and i were in an astronomy club together so i used to know a lot about space and now i've kind of forgotten everything Mm. yeah used to know so much we used to talk about astrology quite a bit actually i remember that did you say astrology is that wrong Astronomy. What's astrology? Like zodiac signs. Oh my gosh. I mean, hey, that's close, right? Whoops. We've obviously been out of school for a little bit. My gosh. That is so funny. I didn't even think I was wrong when you said it. I was like, yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) I mean, yeah. 
That is too funny. I love it. And I am not cutting that out either. Oh. Because uh, I'm sure I'm going to, I just said outer spice. So I think <laughs> we're even. You're going to leave that in. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I mean, honestly, the less editing, the better, right? Honestly. Okay, we've done the math. Yay! And we're in the same category! <laughs> now, I don't know if I love this situation, because I feel like we would be different planets. But hey, the universe wants us to stay together. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we would be on Jupiter, mm. which is my favorite planet, actually. That's awesome. I just love the name Jupiter. Jupiter. It's beautiful. Jupiter. Mm-hmm. If we lived there. Okay. It's named for the king of the Roman gods. Hmm. Jupiter is large and in charge and located right in the middle of the solar system. Its distinct stripes are actually windy clouds. And it, and it boasts at least 50 moons with more waiting to be confirmed. You are a leader and quite comfortable in a room full of people. Hmm. <laughs> Does that not resonate? It's literally just because I answered about the moons. I know. <laughs> you liked hanging with moons. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like you're Saturn. Hold on. So technically I was 26 and Jupiter's range is 26 to 33. And you got 29, which is kind of at the other end. So let's pretend that I'm actually Mars and you're Saturn. Okay. So Mars is, little red Mars is similar to Earth in that it has weather, volcanoes, and polar ice caps and canyons. There's evidence it experienced floods in the ancient past, which makes it the go-to imaginary home planet of extraterrestrials. You love variety and Mars is a perfect fit for your adventurous personality. Mm, yeah. Jupiter also fit, so this quiz is interesting. Yeah. Saturn is unique because of its rings. It also has one of the most beautiful landscapes in our solar system, the farthest planet that can be seen by the human eye. Saturn also holds a healthy dose of mystery. You love a good accessory, and people find you artistic and pleasantly aloof. Yeah, that doesn't fit quite right either. Man, this was a dud. Mm-hmm. This was a dud. I don't resonate with this. Mm-mm. I don't vibe with it. Really resonated with the breakfast food one. I remember yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Or the what's in your pirate's chest. Yes. All the other ones were good. What's up with this one? Maybe they get worse as you go along because this is towards the end of the book. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, okay. We'll, we'll do a better one next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next week, fam. Okay. So that was fun. We learned a lot about ourselves. Not yeah. at all. <laughs> a lot about but not at all it's good we know ourselves mm-hmm. we're not those people who are like yeah that that fits that yeah. fits no it does not <laughs> when we sent our google form to people mm-hmm. the first question was their name so i'm amber you are laura yes yeah number two i left blank because i guess i thought we don't need to talk about it oh okay. oh it was how do we know the person oh so i'm like i was born this way oh uh, yeah mm-hmm Current job title and brief description is number three. I am currently a um, scheduling coordinator for a company up in Boston that does real estate photography. Yes. But I will be eventually, and hopefully if this isn't true by the time this comes out, I'll 
edited. It will be true. But I'll be a financial aid counselor at our alma mater. Yeah. So. Very exciting times. Very exciting. And then a brief description of your job will be you're helping students Uh, navigate. Yeah, going to college and learning about student loans and their different finance options. Yeah. You're going to be very good at it. Uh, I hope so. It's very exciting. (laughs) And what about you? I currently am a marketing manager for a trucking company. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I do marketing for a trucking company and I really, really love it because it's the aspects of marketing that I really enjoy, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of content creation. Um, So doing stuff on social media, that's really strategic uh, do like some ads with that. Um, a big part of my job is reputation management. So responding mm-hmm. to Facebook comments, um, messages, and also all the review responses yeah. and interacting with people there. We do a really good job at responding to reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, like the owner of the company was like, we should admit when we're wrong, but also, um, explain when we weren't wrong. Yeah. So that people know. And the more that we do that, the more they'll see that we're a reputable company. Like, cool. Absolutely. So that's really great. I also do lots of random other miscellaneous tasks. Yeah. Managing events calendars. Um, but a lot of what I do is admin and creative, and I really like it. I'm trying to think if I – I do a – marketing is weird because yeah. you do a bunch of stuff, but it all comes back to your main strategy. Somehow it does, yeah. I swear. And I feel like a lot of companies also combine some, like – front desk type duties and administration type duties with marketing sometimes. So I know that I experienced that when I was in marketing. Like I was also administration just in general. So I feel like it's kind of one of those positions. It can be one of those positions where it's like a catch all for stuff like that. When anybody in the front and front office needs assistance, kind of the person they turn to. And so so it's really good to have a job description and kind of stick to it and, that's why I know we discussed it before, but when you're in marketing, you have to be specific about kind of what industry you're wanting to work in because it mm-hmm. looks different everywhere that you go. Yeah, for sure. And every job description for marketing is going to be different. So really important mm-hmm. that you read those and ask the questions during the interview yeah. about what it's actually going to be like. Yeah. And then Laura, number four was tell us something cool about you. So, Ooh, I am really double jointed. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. is something really cool about you. And my fingers can bend backwards to a 90-degree angle. Um, my hips can be popped out of place. My jaw can be popped easily. Oh, my gosh. Um, I can do, like, tongue tricks, like making a three-leaf clover with my tongue and making, like, it do the wave. Oh, yeah. Uh, and those are kind of like my, I have little fun party tricks that I used to be really good at. But now that I know about my EDS, I have to be careful with. <laughs> yeah. Don't go too crazy. I know. Because <laughs> my joints, you know, wear down a little bit faster. So you have to like preserve them at all costs. So can't be as fun anymore. But that's fine. Yeah, at least I know I can do it. Yeah. That's and still at parties sometimes. So yeah. Every once in a while. I'll bring them out. Yeah. I said, I have a podcast. <laughs> Which I think is really cool. That is. Um, But also, legit reason, or legit thing, I've been skydiving. That seems to shock people when I tell them. That's really exciting, though. (laughs) Yeah. I would never. I don't think I could handle it, but I think it's really cool when people do. I wonder if you would like it. I wonder that, too. I feel like the, 
like I feel like I would enjoy it in the moment, but the anxiety leading up to it would be so miserable for me that I couldn't ex- enjoy the experience. Yeah, but I mean, what if I like called a place and said, I'm bringing somebody who doesn't know what she's about to do. You better get ready, have the papers ready to sign, and we're moving. Oh, I don't know. And I she got, got you in a car, that. and then we pulled up there. So there wouldn't be a long time that you'd know about it, just like the instruction video and signing paperwork, That's and true. then you'd be going up in a plane. But is the feeling of falling really scary? No. Did you feel it, or was it so fast that, like, you didn't even feel that dropping sensation? Because I don't love... Well, I do you love do. drops. Yeah, I feel because like, you like coasters. it. Yes, I'm thinking you like aspects of what it is. Yeah. I gotta think on that. I'll get back to you. Okay, you let me know. Mm-hmm. I'll work with mm-hmm. the husband. Your husband. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five was, did you go to college? We showed did. We did go to college. Mm-hmm. Listen to episode one for more details yeah. on that. You know, if you haven't already, what are you doing here? Yeah. Go in order, you silly fools. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're here now, you're going to learn more about us on this episode, I That's guess. That's right, yeah. We'll re- reaffirm everything, because what was your major in college, was the next question. Oh, yeah. Business administration with minors in uh, finance, economics, and music. Oh, I majored in... I designed my own major, so it was international business and marketing communication, and I double majored in Spanish as well. Mm-hmm. No minors. So impressive, though. Listen to episode whatever we talked about that on. Okay. <laughs> and then 1B, in which we dis- <laughs> discussed more about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was episode one. Yeah. Okay. Listen to episode one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... And even if you've already listened to episode one, listen to it again. I mean, I'm sure you'll <laughs> learn more. Thank you. It's not like you have... <laughs> you have all the time in the world. Right. You have no responsibilities. We're such bad influencers. We- <laughs> all right. So then the next question was just... To briefly walk through your professional journey. Yeah. Um, do you want to start on that one? Sure. I was a babysitter <laughs> for a long <laughs> there time. You and then I moved into uh, working at a clothing retail store at the mall. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those. One of those. Uh, and then I went to college, had an internship at a manufacturing company, and then... When I graduated college, I worked for a private practice ENT doctor who also owned a med spa and an audiology clinic. Mm-hmm. That was fun for a little while. Then I went to work and do mark oh doing marketing for an orthodontist. Mm-hmm. And then I said, "I'm sick of this," <laughs> and I moved to Georgia, back to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Listen to whatever episode we talked about all this on. Mm-hmm. I moved to Minnesota, moved back to Georgia, and then got my job where I'm at now. Yeah. So, pretty short professional journey, but learned a whole lot of things. Yeah. Definitely a lot of self-discovery yep. in those years, too. Lots of growth happened in Minnesota. Yeah. I said, I'm take a break for a minute. Yeah. So, I'm going to move to Georgia again, and I'm going to take a break for a minute. Yeah. And then we started the podcast, and then we started school, so I didn't really take much of a break. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but it was good. I had a good, like, couple months off, so that was nice. Yeah. But what about your professional journey? Well, I did not work in high school, which was a very privileged situation, but my job was school, and to get mm-hmm. the scholarships I could for college. That was, and I had a lot of extracurricular activities, which kind of helped with my ultimate professional life. Um, and then in college, I worked at a all women's gym, 
Yeah. And then I worked on campus as an RA, and then career peer mentor, financial aid work study student, um, and all those four jobs were all done at one time, because I was crazy. And yep. I got married during that time, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that I, was a lot. That was a lot. Um, and then, let's see. Then after I graduated, I worked as a marketing coordinator for a real estate company. Mm-hmm. And then after my back surgery, I went to part-time for the company I work for now. And then hopefully I'll be back at my alma mater. And Why do you keep saying it like you're literally not showing up to work in two days? <laughs> like, she has a job. I, what are you doing? I never say definitively until, like, the paperwork is signed. Just because, like, what if last minute they decide, oh, we don't want you to be remote? Because they're allowing me to do that. And what if they last minute decide not? Or what if I decide it's not a good idea? Didn't they give you a job offer? You haven't signed a job offer yet? Not an official one, but he uh, said the words you were hired. Yeah. And that he's, like, not a shady guy at all. No. So, so I feel confident with it, but there wasn't paperwork or anything like that yet. I filled out paperwork that she turned into HR today, but not, like, signing in a job offer. I understand your feeling. Mm-hmm. But they are not gonna not hire you. <laughs> I really hope not. You have this job. I'm pretty sure that everybody in the financial aid department would riot if they sent That's you true. home. That's true. And that would just cause much more disturbance than hiring you. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So, you know, you she has a job, people. So I have a new job. She has a new job. <laughs> We're gonna listen back to this in three months and be like, what the heck? Yeah. Absolutely. And then so this is an interesting question for you right now, the next question, because you haven't really started yet, but are you happy with your current role, and then what would be your next desired step or career goals in general? You can. We kind of left these questions a little bit vague and open-ended, thinking we'll just get what we get from people. Mm-hmm. You can kind of interpret it however you want to. So just, what do you think? So um, my current role, I actually do like it, the one that I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it wasn't as much of a professional growing opportunity as the job in financial aid because that has more hands-on experience with more difficult subject matter, more direct experience with students in higher education, which I always thought I would end up being in administration for higher ed. Um, Using your degree, I mean, you have a minor in finance. Yeah, and and that's the other thing is getting getting to use my degree because my current position you don't need a college degree for, which isn't a bad thing at all. It just feels like I'm not utilizing the skills that I've already learned. And it it just didn't feel like I was growing and being challenged very much. Yeah. Which, I mean, sounds like a cushy job. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in a lot of ways, but it, I feel like it's just time to move on. I've been, I've been with the company for over a year. They were great to me. They helped me, but it was just time to move on. And then there was an opening at a, at my alma mater that yeah. um, needed to be filled, and they really needed somebody. And I was like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> right. I'm right here. Right. Ready to go. Yeah. So what about you? Well, I wanted to say about that at first, mm-hmm. because, yeah, it is a good job that you're in now, that you're, you're leaving your scheduling job. Mm-hmm. But it's like... This is why we talk so much about fit, because some Mm -hmm. people do just want that to be their job. Yeah. Even if they have, you know, 
all these degrees, or if not, mm-hmm. it's just, that's what they want their job to be, and that works for them nine to five, and then outside of that, they do all these other things that they, there's different mm-hmm. ways to fulfill your life and feel happy and like you're doing all the things that you want to do. Yeah. And you'll figure it out one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do need to take a break for a minute, but people, I think we're both the same in this way. We like our jobs to be very fulfilling in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it can be challenging when they're not really. Yeah. So, um, let me see. Am I happy in my current role? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job. I love the people that I work with. They're so great. Um, I get to be home a couple days a week. I get to go into the office sometimes. I mean, I go into the office more than not, but it's a lot of fun. And not only that, but there's different locations that I can go visit, um, with them. I don't know. I just love it. I love being able to email people about reviews. Tell me the story behind this one and do this. (laughs) And then it feels like some drama sometimes. Yeah. Tell me what happened with this one. Yeah. And then I get to interview employees for employee spotlights. That's something I've really loved doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't often talk about that stuff just generally at work, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't go up to one of our service advisors and I'm just like, tell me your life story. Mm-hmm. What do you do in your free time? What do you do that? But I get to sit down with them. Yeah. And learn that we have all these really great people that work at, at our company. Mm-hmm. And feature them, which is really awesome. And take pictures and post on Instagram all the time. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so much fun, but also hard work, you know? And it's like some days I don't even look up from my computer. <laughs> I'm just the whole time, <laughs> like laser focused. And then other days I'm out and about a lot. So I like right. the variety of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's really great. And I love my boss, which honestly, if you find a job that you love your management. Yeah, you are set. <laughs> let me tell you what. I mean, that is the bread and butter right there. For real. I could literally do any job if I got paid enough to live my life mm-hmm. and had good management. Yeah. That's, that's everything. pretty much exactly how I feel. Like, it depends on coworkers for me. Yeah. Coworkers and management. And then the next part of that question that I totally forgot about <laughs> was, like, desired next steps if there are one. Which, yeah. this is probably good for you. Your next step is you're going to work mm-hmm. and use your degree at our college. Which yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. I'm excited for it. What about beyond that? Do you, have you thought about it? I know right now, sometimes when you're in (laughs) transition between things, it's just let me get to the next day. Right. And you're not necessarily thinking long term, but I think you have told me some stuff. Yeah. I mean, I really love administrative sort of roles, um, which is why I am really excited for this role because it's doing a lot of what I enjoy, which is working with math. I do love math. I need more practice with it. It's been a minute <laughs> since I've utilized it, so i got to practice again. Helping people, because I remember how scary it was going to college and signing those big documents with thousands and thousands of dollars on them, um, and how scary that was. And I get to help students go through that process for the first time, or again, if they're coming back. Um, and that's just really exciting to me. And then I also get to work with administrative situations, like filing, yeah. um, reaching out to students on behalf of paperwork that needs to be completed, things like that that are kind of task execution oriented. I really enjoy just because it feels really um, fulfilling to complete a task. And so I'm really excited for this position. I don't know if it's my dream career forever. Yeah. But I know that for what I need right now in the foreseeable future, 
it, it fits all the little boxes, you know? So, but I do see myself probably being in some role in higher education, working at some college. So, and as long That's as Wesleyan great. will have me. Yeah. And I think <laughs> yeah. that it's interesting when you talked about helping people and that you remember being so nervous. Mm-hmm. I just thought you're actually really good at advising people and staying calm. I feel like you have a really calm energy, even though I know you tell me later, I was so anxious and nervous and all this stuff. And I go, no freaking way. I couldn't even tell. Well, thank you. That's really, that's really sweet and, uh, encouraging to hear. Yeah. Cause I definitely feel like no. on the inside, I'm the meme of SpongeBob running around, burning everything. Like, ah. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I've always, I've never been able to put it into words, but that is something I admire about you, is you'll feel calm. I feel calm, even though you might be internally freaking out. (laughs) Nobody else feels that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, nobody does. Good to know. Thank you for that little boost, because that's good to know. (laughs) I'm excited to hear how your first advising session goes. Me too. Um, I'm nervous for it, but I, you know, I hope, I just hope I don't get anybody mean, (laughs) which is going to happen at some point. I don't I just You're hope well the equipped. first few aren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're well equipped. True. You've had lots of customer service jobs. Yeah. Honestly. With so. a lot of people getting mad at me for things that I have no control over. Yep. So Can't that's do fun. anything about that. Yep. <laughs> so sorry. I would love to stay at my job for, yeah. <laughs> for like ever. Um, but probably there's room to grow at the company. Mm-hmm. Different opportunities there. Um I'm pretty excited about it. I could eventually move up. So there, there's all kinds of room for growth and yeah. everything. I'm just not really concerned about it right now because I just really like what I'm doing and where I'm at. And I'm still yeah. at the stage of I'm still kind of new. Mm-hmm. So I have so much more to learn about the company and mm-hmm. ways to apply marketing to help aid the business goals. Because that's what marketing does. It supports business goals. Yeah. So hello, I'm right here supporting those business goals and I will keep doing that until I retire. Yeah. Because if I have to open up one more retirement plan, I swear, (laughs) I swear I'll be so stressed out. Yeah. That stresses me out more than anything. That's funny. Okay. The best part. Okay. This is my favorite part. When I thought of this question, actually this whole season is based around me thinking of this idea. (laughs) Like if we're being honest, one day I just said, Laura, you know how companies have missions and visions? She said, yeah. I was like, why don't we have missions and visions for ourselves? Yeah. Why don't we do that? It defines you. It helps you calculate. That sounds bad. But, you know, calculate responses to things, you know. No, for sure. Once you have that goal in mind, you can always revert back to it. Mm -hmm. I think it helps to define things and focus on them. So it was actually a lot harder than I thought, though, to come up. (laughs) With the mission and vision, I have almost a whole page of notes written down that got yeah. me to my end point. I love it. So, we'll both do... Okay, so, I found a link that I sent to Laura, so I can mm-hmm. attach it here. Basically, how it defined mission and vision was mission is present tense, it's your purpose, it's your primary objectives, and it's short, clear, and powerful. Yeah. And then your vision is more goals, aspirations. It's uplifting, inspiring, timeless. And oftentimes, even if companies change even their mission or their goals, their vision stays mm-hmm. the same. Their vision is consistent. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really good way of describing it. I don't know if anybody who we sent this to is going <laughs> to 
<laughs> do any research about it, and I don't blame them, because this took me way too long to do. That's so funny. And it doesn't have to be perfect, and honestly, it might change. Who knows? But... Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I will go first because okay. if I have to follow up yours. <laughs> no, yours are so good. Mine are, so, mine are very simple and very, they're not very eloquently worded because they're very kind of basics of what I feel like life should be. Yeah. If that makes sense. And yours are very, um, very eloquently worded and very... <laughs> I don't think so. When you sent, <laughs> it's funny because when you sent me yours, I went, "Oh, mine yeah. are not that good." Oh my gosh, I was looking at yours like, oh, "Wow, <laughs> mine are <laughs> not that good." I think I texted you, "Holy crap, I might need to make some edits to mine." No, you, yours are beautiful. They're definitely college level. <laughs> like, oh come on, what are yours? Spit it okay, out. Get okay. out with it. All right, so let's see. Mine are. That my mission is to make others feel loved and heard through kindness. It's very simple. But it's really, I love the quote, and I'm not sure where it's from. I know it's on a Snoopy shirt that my mom has. But (laughs) if you can be anything, be kind. Yeah. If you can choose to be anything in this world, be kind. And that is my life motto. Like my maxim, as, you know, the different uh, papers that we would write in high school said. Um, that really has been, like, my goal is to be a kind person. Um, that's what I try to put out into the world. That's what I try to represent. I'm not always successful, especially when somebody upsets me or hurts my feelings or whatever. But I ultimately try to just be a kind person. So, and that's the goal is to make other people feel loved and heard. Because that's all people really need. Yep. And so... That's important to me. And then my vision is to make others' days by showing compassion and empathy while active listening and being kind. So again, following up with being kind. <laughs> so Very good. Very good. Yay. Very good. Oh, so, you know, being kind is a theme, obviously, but then also being compassionate, empathetic. And then making sure you're listening to people and mm-hmm. so they feel heard yet again. Um, and, and can you explain kind of what the di- main difference between the vision and mission is? Or did you already kind of? Yeah. You did? Okay. I thought you did, but then my brain was like short-circuiting. So. Yeah, I did. Well, mission is just more present tense, what you do actively every day. And then vision is like what you aspire to do. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So they're similar. They, yeah. They're supposed to partner each other. And, okay. Yeah. Cool. Because as I read it out loud again, I was like, oh, I did definitely repeat myself. <laughs> and you know what? Who cares? Right. It's honestly. really just what is your goal to portray in this world and what do you yeah. hope for? And Yeah. Yeah. So now. So kindness. Kindness. That's Be what kind, I go for. Mm-hmm. Have empathy. I think mine have a similar vein. Yes. For sure. In them. So. My mission is to develop meaningful relationships by practicing grace, radical honesty, self-management, and empathy. See what I mean, guys? <laughs> like, it's just beautiful. Like, <laughs> it took a long time to get here, but we're here. It's beautiful. And then my vision is to inspire people to take a path of self-discovery, to create a world where empathy is our initial reaction. It's beautiful. 
so well worded. <laughs> I was like, does that make sense? She went, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I just think that, especially through this um, master's course that we're taking. Yeah. I've really learned, and I think pointed out in every single paper, how interesting it is to me that I never realized how your ability to build better relationships and exist better in this world in general is first looking inward. Mm-hmm. Really, really looking inward. Yeah. And if you fix yourself, things get fixed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I've always kind of known that, I think, in the back of my mind, but having to really do research about it, I went, holy crap, this is, I mean, I have more empathy now just looking more at myself, which seems backwards, right? Because it seems selfish to focus on yourself, but then you're actually learning how to have better relationships because you yeah. have a better relationship with yourself. Yeah. It's kind of the idea of, like on an airplane, you can't put a mask on another person until you put a mask on yourself. Right. So to, and then also the idea of you, it's hard to love others until you can truly love yourself. Yes. Um, so definitely makes sense. And understand, I think just you have to understand yourself first. And that's kind of the stance I've had for a little bit now, even yeah. with the, you know, love yourself before you love others. I think it's more understand yourself before yeah. you can even try to have a relationship with somebody else. Because yeah. if I can't tell you what's wrong with me, you're yeah. not going to know what's wrong with me. For sure. And you're going to be frustrated about that. Yeah. Because if I'm just upset about something and you go, what are you upset about? And I go, nothing's wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh wait, something is actually wrong because this bothered me or whatever. Yeah. And I don't realize it until three days later. Now I know immediately, yeah. actually, this is what bothered me and here's why. For sure. And you can work on it, mm-hmm. but also you can help build that understanding and build those, those bridges. Yeah. And but... others can help facilitate that as well. But like to really, um, I don't know, there's just a different level that occurs in a relationship after you have mm-hmm. more self-understanding. Um, because I know we help facilitated each other's growth. Yeah. And then because of that, we have a closer bond. And we understand each other now because we better understand ourselves and yeah. our motivations and our sore spots or, you know, weaknesses, anything like that. So I think that's why I pointed out in like I made a I made a point to say in my mission, like the ways that you develop those meaningful relationships, one of them is radical honesty. Mm-hmm. It's not always gonna be easy. Yeah. But why would you keep it in? If you want to build a relationship with that person, you have to be honest. Yeah. You have to tell them everything. Yeah. Yeah, just, I just, you, you just do. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody has a counter to that, but if you're trying to have a meaningful relationship, the other person has to understand you. You have to understand them Mm -hmm. and you got to move on from there. And it's tricky because I know sometimes you have to like kind of play puppeteer, Mm -hmm. but I just know that my parents had always told me growing up. And me and my sister, we butt heads like crazy. Yeah. And they always told me, Amber, you can't control your sister, mm-hmm. but you can control yourself. And I went, what does, what, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, she is being very mean and I am not. Right. Make her stop. <laughs> does not compute in my brain how I can control myself when she's making me feel bad. Right. So, after years and years and years of that, (laughs) I finally now get it. Yeah. I go, oh my gosh, you can only control yourself. And it's the same thing they've been telling me, but it just clicked. Yeah. It just clicked. Some days it it is just a moment that's like, oh. (laughs) Wow, would you look at that? Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. (laughs) It's like in math class. You hear the same lesson five times, and the last time you go, oh, if you would have said that at first. 
You know, and that totally reminds me that I, in middle school, had the hardest time understanding square roots. Like, the most difficult time. And even to this day, sometimes I, it's not as easy for me to find what the square root is. I get the concept, but, like, you know, um, figuring it out, sometimes my brain short circuits. And I'll never forget, it was about a week of me not understanding anything about it. Like, the concept made no sense. Nothing. And one night, I went home, went to sleep, and I dreamed about doing nothing but square roots <laughs> the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> Just dreaming about square roots, baby. All night. And doing them on a chalkboard, which, ew, chalkboards can't stand the texture, oh the sound, nothing about them. But um, did them all night, and the next day... I was making A's on us, all the assignments for him. Like, my brain wired itself overnight to where I could wow. understand it. It was pretty amazing. That was the most aha moment I've ever had in my life. And you explained it to yourself. I did. <laughs> like, what? I, like, just went home and I was, like, nine by nine, nine times nine is always my main example. Mm -hmm. And I would use that over and over and over and be like, this is the pillar for my brain to make sense is nine times nine is 81. Wow. And that, yeah, I don't know why. <sighs> it was my one that? aha moment that I've, I've always remembered because it was so bizarre. It's so vivid, too, that you yeah. still remember the dream. Uh-huh. And it was because it was just crazy. Overnight, I understood a concept that I'd been struggling all week. And not because my teacher said anything that yeah. made a connection. My brain wired itself. So, anyway. And we didn't have... Well, we had the internet, but not like we had the internet. The internet came pretty around pretty quickly, but right. I feel like when we were, when did it really even, I started really oh. using it maybe eighth grade. Yeah, eighth or ninth grade for me. Well, and I lived in the middle of nowhere, so yeah. I didn't really have access to internet growing up, especially early on. Like, I mm -hmm. would sometimes be allowed to play on DisneyChannel.com. Yeah, <laughs> the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody game. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Uh, sometimes our dial-up would work enough, yeah. um, but not always. Not always. Oh my gosh. I mean, the things that, the world is so different now. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on to the next question because we could talk all day. It's obviously been a while since we podcasted because we're so excited to talk about everything. <laughs> and it's also, we haven't seen each other in like four days, five days, which is unheard of. It's been so long. <laughs> it really has. So we have a lot to catch up on. I know. Okay. Well, number 10 was, and this one's short, but it took a while for me to think about. Mm. The most important lesson you've learned through your life or professional experiences. Well, that one's hard for me. Do you have your answer? Yeah. Okay. You can't be best friends with everybody, and not everybody is meant to be your best friend. Yeah. Um, because I, I so easily want to become really close with all my coworkers. Like mm -hmm. I feel a connection and I want to be best friends and that's just not how it works. And I learned that lesson in a very harsh way Yeah. that, you know, we aren't friends out of the workplace mm -hmm. and that's really hard for me to understand. So now I'm training a new person to take my current position. And, you know, um, he's really nice and complimentary about my training style, whatever, and he was like, I'm really sad that you're not going to be my co-worker. And yeah. I almost said, well, add me on Facebook. But then I was like, I don't think I can do that. Because I think that's taking it, that's doing what I always do, which is, like, read too much into it. Think we have more of a friendship than we really do. 
you know, and so I'm trying to be smart. If by the end he asks me, sure. And that kind of plays back into other people have to make the first move with me sometimes. So I'm playing back into that. And it can be sticky. It's hard, too, because some people have very strong walls up of, Mm -hmm. I keep my work separate. Um, And it can be... It can be interesting. I know we've, we haven't done an episode yet on like workplace friendships, but it can be yeah. tough because when you're friends outside of it and then something happens, yeah, then, I don't know, there can be drama mm-hmm. at work then, and sometimes people have a hard time leaving it at the door. You know, everybody says, yeah. you show up to work, you leave it at the door. But that can be really hard for some people. Yeah, we're human. Like, yeah. that's almost impossible, really. So it can be it can be really tough, and you can get your feelings hurt, and then you don't know how to work with that person because Mm -hmm. your feelings are hurt Mm -hmm. and that's just tough. Yeah. So there's ways that, again, you have to learn about yourself before you can, (laughs) it all comes back to that circle. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Boundaries are important. Yes. Okay. And learning what your boundaries are with the friendship too and how much you're willing to share. The better your boundaries are, I feel like the better you are able to have good relationships and I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going to go on a whole other tangent about that. So (laughs) we should move on. Do you have anything else to say about that? (laughs) No. I could talk for days about boundaries. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with something that I think about a lot. Okay. My most important thing that I've learned in my entire life. Listen here, folks. (laughs) I know. I'm like bated breath over here. (laughs) I have not told Laura this answer. Oh. Okay. Someone's words are only as valuable as their actions. If you're struggling with understanding this concept or wondering if somebody is being dishonest about their words or manipulating you or whatever, you need to write down what someone said and the resulting action. Do they match? And how often do they not match? And always evaluate if someone's actions are out of sorts. So in kind of conjunction with that. If you know somebody really well and they start acting weird, ask about that. Are they okay? Yeah. What's going on? Don't just get mad at somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? If Laura were to randomly just be mad at me, I'd be like, whoa. Right. <laughs> Something ain't right. What is going on with you? Right? right. <laughs> I know it has nothing to do with me. Right? Yeah. And I'm not going to get mad about it because there might be something going on. Mm-hmm. So there's always focus on someone's actions. If they match up with their personality. And then also just, are they just saying stuff? Mm -hmm. Do they actually mean it? Right. And if not, they're not a valuable source of information. Don't reach out to them for advice. Mm -hmm. And honestly, don't try too hard to people please them. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. And it's also so important for like relationships, Mm -hmm. Um, like romantic or best friend wise, um, is your partner often letting you down that way? Yeah. Promising you something and then not following through. You know, and knowing what your boundaries are with that. Yes. So, <laughs> connecting again. Because that's how I learned it through, and that's why I said through your life and professional experiences, because I think they overlap quite a bit. Yeah. Because I've had a lot of experiences with that in relationships, but then also professionally. Mm-hmm. You know, if your boss is constantly telling you, I'm going to give you that raise, mm-hmm. do they? Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to put your foot down at some point, mm-hmm. and you got to be aware of that. So, and they might manipulate you, they might talk a good talk, but are they taking any action to actually help you out? Right. Then it's not a mutually beneficial relationship and you got to be aware of that. Then you can act accordingly. Right. But don't just burn yourself out for nobody, for anybody. Yeah. Which is kind of goes along with yours. I'd be best friends with everybody. You can't. Don't burn yourself out for anybody. Yeah. 
don't worry about everybody, mm-hmm. but also love everybody and give understanding. And you be see? kind to everybody. There, yeah. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> it's all there. We are done with the podcast forever now. We've, that's <laughs> all our advice. And mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> the yay is my favorite one. <laughs> I am in love with this so, so much. And then, so we'll be using the soundboard. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then there's just the last question was, anything else you want the world to know? And my answer was, everything I want to say, I say here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need you to ask me that question, right? But we want the other people that we're going to be. Yeah. Obviously asking. If we didn't, if they thought, oh, they're going to ask me a bunch of questions and we didn't ask them about something, we want to give them the platform to talk about it. But, I mean, do you have anything else you want the world to know for this episode? I guess my last thought on everything is that we've talked about being kind to others, Mm -hmm. listening to others, and understanding others, but it is important to not only try to understand yourself and your motivations, but be kind to yourself. It's so easy to put yourself down Mm -hmm. um, and to not listen to yourself and what you're actually feeling and just trying to bulldoze through your feelings. Um, Don't bulldoze through your feelings. Yes. No, you bad are not idea. Gonna, you are not going to grow as a person. You're not going to feel better if you ignore your problems, but you will become a better person for facing them and working on yourself. And feel bad sometimes, honestly. I've had to work on that. And if you piss somebody off, you pissed them off. Yeah. And they're going to be pissed off at you. Yeah. And you're just going to have to deal with that because sometimes you suck. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I suck, and I know it, and I go, you know what, I'm really sorry, and I understand, because that was really crappy of me. Yeah. Word. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> and don't expect somebody to just be like, it's okay, everything's fine. Right. Like, it's not. It needs to go through that growth period. You need to feel mm-hmm. those things, and yeah. you'll have a better relationship because of it. Yeah. For sure. So, don't make things just magically go away, because they don't. They build resentment instead, and that's even worse. That's so much worse. It festers. It's like rot and wood. Like, it just continues to fester, and then all of a sudden you're unstable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like a house with rot. You cannot live in a house with rot. You know you cannot. (laughs) Build a better house, for goodness (laughs) sakes. I need that on a t-shirt. Build a better house. (laughs) Just do better. That's the name of our episode. Build a better house. That's it. I I like it, though. I love it. I like it a lot. Oh, man. Okay, so we're very excited, and obviously we talk a lot about our stuff because we came up with it, but these other episodes are going to be really great, too. We hope to combine different people. We have lots of different examples from people of all sorts of different walks of life. Yeah. We wanted to be very intentional about that, just like we did with episode eight of season one, right? We didn't just want people who were young graduates. We didn't just... We want everybody. Mm -hmm. So we're very excited to pass along their wisdom to you. Yeah. They all have different career paths. We're super excited. And different levels of education. Yes. And different ages and genders. And we got a lot of good variation there. Because we are just two people. We do not know everything. No, we sure don't. Even though we should. And (laughs) it sometimes feels like we do. But (laughs) I always joke when we're coming up with massive revelations i do this with all my friends yeah like we figured it out we should just rule the world obviously obviously yeah. we've got it under control over here yeah we haven't thought great. about anything else except for what we're talking about but i mean yeah. it's fine 
it's fine. fine. I mean, and of course, my animals don't even listen to me. So, yeah. I mean, how do I expect other people? But that's, <laughs> that's beside the point. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, thanks again to um, Laura's husband for helping us with sound. Yes, and He's thanks amazing. always to Colby, Amber's brother, for the intro song and the yes. outro. Thank you to everybody who listens and follows us. We really love telling you yeah. guys about this. Let us know if you have any feedback for us. We love to do better. So yeah. we will do better if you tell us to do better. And you can follow us um, on Instagram at Mildly Professional Podcast. Yeah. Um, you can find our podcast on all streaming platforms if anybody asks you. Yeah. You can find them anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. Listen to episode one if you don't understand <laughs> where the 249 came from. Neither do we. Also, when we sent out these uh, surveys, uh, it went to everybody's spam. So that was great. That's awesome. Uh, so we had to tell everybody that it was in their spam. Yep. Uh, very professional of us again. Uh-huh. Just kind of mildly. Let's see, <laughs> let's see what else we got. Thank you to our photographer for taking our beautiful pictures. Yes. Miller's Photography. Mm -hmm. We'll give her a shout out on all of our Instagram posts. We usually tag her so you can get her to take your pictures if I you're local. I tag her today. <gasps> I'm going to do that now. Let's tag her. And then I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. We really appreciate you guys. We're doing way better than I ever expected. Yeah. With the amount of interaction we're getting. Mm -hmm. Um, and the amount of downloads we get, like consistent downloads. Yeah. It's not just, oh, everybody listened to the first episode and nobody listened to any others. Like, we're getting a pretty good following, and that's pretty um, pretty cool. Like, people, because I only know of, like, five people in my life that might listen to one or two episodes here or there. Yeah. Um, so the fact that more are listening consistently is just wild. It's really cool because we do have a mission and vision. We should probably define that at some point for our podcast. We just want, yeah. we think we learned a lot of really great things. And when we tell our friends about it, they go, wow, that's so yeah. awesome. So like, I want to tell more people. How do I tell more people this information? So, yeah. but we also are. we're all grow. We're always growing. Yes. Don't, we're always growing. Yep. Don't forget that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> So I guess we're ready to close out. So. And that's a wrap, Build folks. a better house. Build a better house. Bye. Bye. And. Ow!